morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> you serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590thefan.com. Had to delay the opening there. Charlie was rating best governors of all time in the state of Michigan. I'm, I'm kind of out. I'm out. Well, I said when I was there, when I Jennifer was there. Granholm, fantastic governor. I know people might not like her because she's a Democrat, but she was born in Canada. Otherwise, she Ooh. probably would be a presidential candidate, but, of course, cannot run. The only reason I bring it up, the idiot that's the president, I don't like to call people idiots, but he's earned it, the Michigan State interim president, that we were talking about made stupid comments about Larry Nassar's victims. He was the former governor of Michigan. Idiot. Hey, Strick's here. Speaking of Canada. Hey, great to be here. Good to see uh, you. That would solve all the issues, get a Canadian president here in the States. Yeah, I don't think we can do that, but mm. it would be kind of fun. Yeah, nice cold outside. A lot of action going on. If I have to walk out of the studio, I apologize. My reporter instincts may take over. i got to find out what's happening next door. First of all, that's my scoop. Don't try to steal my scoop. Wow. There's four cop cars. That's that's how you get oh, your there scoop. Really? There's three. First of all, unless you're oh, lying. There's a fourth that just pulled out of the parking lot as I pulled in. Okay, because I walked in. Yeah. I see three. SUVs, too. SUVs, Ooh. Kirkwood, really? police cars right there at Gold's Gym. I walk in. They're standing there. The guy at Gold's Gym is on the phone. I said, is everything cool? And they said, yes. I just wanted to see if we had to send a news crew for Fox oh, 2. Okay. Um, you are a little news hound, Strick. News hound, man. I love, I love the news. love to find the news. Uh, never forget, I left, uh, walked out of Channel 4 one night after 11 o'clock, and there was a drive-by shooting right in front of us mm. and broke the story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nobody else was around. He Broke can't the even story. finish the sentence. I walked back into Channel 4. I said, you may want to come out. Something that's going on out here. People were absolutely, they were going crazy. They ended up shutting down the street. Every police car in the St. Louis city ended up being on the scene about four or five uh, minutes later. It was crazy. Let's hope everybody yeah. is safe. That's what we always want. Yes. First and foremost, Charlie, I was thinking I had been in there earlier. Maybe they just saw my guns and they called the police. That's wow. all. Ah, uh, Were wow. you really in there earlier? No. Are you a gun guy? No. No. Oh. Was a, I anybody know where help? you're going. Help? I know where you're going oh, with thanks. that. Thanks. Uh, Andy Strickland's here, Fox Sports Midwest, <laughs> also the host of Hockey Sense every Friday at 4 o'clock, live from Schneidhorst. I jokingly said to Frank that you'd be peacocking around because the Blues have been better mm. of late. Last night, they lost a game. It's still a loss, but they played pretty well, and they've been uh, playing better of played late. much better. They came from behind. They got a point. Should have maybe been a little bit better than the overtime, you know, and they never really had possession of the puck, so you'd like to do the overtime over if you could, but you'll take a point and get out of there and head to Boston. Did the goal, that the first goal that counted for the Islanders, do you mm-hmm. think they should have called goalie interference? There? I, I think don't it was think too so. close to call. I don't think so. Um, do the Blues ever get a call, though, the goalie interference that goes in their favor one way or the other? Occasionally, occasionally. doesn't feel I mean, like it. We've seen some challenges go their way in the past. 
Uh, Charlie's guy, David Perron, has a is it a 12-game point streak at yeah. this point. Leads the team in goals. I remember when they signed him. I went on my blog and I wrote about how I thought this was mm-hmm. the key to the offseason. Hockeybuzz.com. Uh, love David Perron. First of all, he's just a nice, ki- nice yeah. kid. Yeah. He's a kid. Great guy. He's like 30. Well, he's a kid. You know what I noticed? Patrick Mahomes' dad that played in the big leagues mm-hmm. is younger than me. Ooh. Mahomes' dad. Wow. 45? 47? 48. Mahomes' dad is younger than me. So I can call Perron a kid. Surprised at all at his production? I'm not surprised because of um, his elevated responsibility and role that he has within this hockey club, who he's playing with. You know, the fact that they leave him and O'Reilly together every single game, I think, goes a long way. People may not look at it like that, but when you know who you're playing with and you leave line combinations alone, um, it can certainly help with chemistry. He's got great chemistry with Ryan O'Reilly. We did a piece on this on Fox Sports Midwest probably close to two weeks ago where we sat both of them down. Was it in the film room? It was not in the film room, but we sat both of them down to talk about what chemistry is, what it means, and how would they, t- you know, how they discuss their chemistry between one another. It was very interesting. If you're into hockey, you can certainly, you would, you would, you know, appreciate it. And you can probably search it and find it right now. What if you're just into chemistry? Uh, then you would really probably. appreciate it. Uh, we actually put the definition of chemistry on Did you? the screen. That's what cool. is it? Yeah, what nice is touch. the exact? Recite it. Well, Webster's let's, let's, let's definition. Let's look that up. Let's look, let's that, look up. that up. We can probably find yeah. that online. Chuck, every day, what do, we, what do we do? We try to get through an hour with no whoa, whoa, with no Robert, preparation. Whoa, try whoa, to get through an what? Hour. Whoa. You make it seem like it's a struggle. I love, no, I love coming in. Every day at about... <laughs> Every day at about 12.09, we say, who should be the goalie? And it gets really old and tiresome. However, Thursday night in Boston, I'm not sure who the goalie should be. I would go with Bennington because overall he's been the better goalie of late. But I'm not positive that will be the answer. Charlie's pointing again. Disagree. He points at you when you talk. I disagree. And only because, look, the, the home road splits for Jake are just so stark, mm-hmm. and with a road game followed by a home game yeah. followed by a long trip, you're going to play both of them. It would make sense to go to Jake Thursday, back to Binner on Saturday. Strick, am I wrong? Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I mean, you look at Jake's splits, you're right. I mean, his save percentage on the road, his goals against average is much different than it is at home. You can't deny the fact that he's a different goaltender on the road. I think he's top five. In the league, I think he was top save percentage and goals, goals against, against average. I think he's third in the NHL in save percentage on the road or goals against average, one of the two. So he obviously feels much better about his game. He's much more confident playing away from the Enterprise Center than he is at home. So I, I, w- I would ride that train for a little bit, maybe keep him. You know, he got a lot of road games coming up. I wouldn't have a problem with Jake playing on Thursday, coming off a great game. Just a couple of nights ago, I'd have no issue with that at all. Is there franchise fatigue with the Jake Allen topic? Mm-hmm. I'm just throughout the building, maybe even in the room. Do you think there's a little bit of fatigue? Saying we never quite know if yeah. he's back. If he is he good now? Is he going to go through a little streak? Is he going to mm-hmm. travel? Is he going to stay on the road? Is I think he... you've got some fatigue with that. Let's be honest. No, no that's you, fair. You've got that's, some fatigue. I sense. A... I sense your fatigue, <laughs> and I think. That's Listen, correct. Just because if you work for the Blues or you're in management, it's not they, they don't look at it really much differently than maybe you do. I mean, I mean, maybe certain things they certainly you know. I hope they're a little like if I would, go, oh god, are they would, playing again? Look at I hope they're not. Saying but that. but when, a, when a, no, but you know what I'm saying. When there's inconsistency with a player, I I think that can certainly 
you know, bring you down a little bit. Everyone knew this was a big year for Jake and the team would go as far as Jake Allen could take them because he was the bonafide number one goaltender for this hockey club coming into the season. You didn't have a Brian Elliott. You didn't have a Carter Hutton here. You brought in Chad Johnson, who is purely a backup at best in the National Hockey League. He's not even here anymore. Um, so you knew this was a huge year for Jake. And for whatever reason, at home, whether it's the first night of the season against Winnipeg, the Bronx cheers are out and the fans are giving it to him when he didn't have a terrible game, uh, but just didn't give you that time we saved, that big save when you needed it. But at home, he just doesn't look comfortable to me. And to a lot of other people, I think most would agree with that. That's got to be mental, doesn't it? I mean, Oh, for sure. He's uh, not a bad goaltender. I've always said that uh, about Jake. Right. Understood. I mean, his path, his resume, his his track record – would suggest that this guy is a very good goalie in terms of his resume prior to getting to the National Hockey League. And he's won a playoff steer- series. He's stolen playoff games uh, on the road, made 50 saves, I think, against Minnesota a few years ago. He was the best player in that series, the reason as to why they won that first round. Um, you know, and he's gotten off to – he's had stretches where he's been really good, where he looks like a top-ten goaltender in the league. But, again – the drop-off, the inconsistency. What was it that Jake Allen said prior to the season? He wants to rip out the month of January out of the calendar and throw it into a trash can. I think he said that. And here we are in January, and his home struggles are certainly very visible. They stand out, but you got to give him credit for how he bounces back on the road. That's Andrew Strickland uh, with us in studio. <laughs> Mark, Mark, Martin Chuck. That's another inside joke that nobody has a clue what you're Rocky talking about. Funny. I will explain. This happened with something else. And, and we, you were going to make fun of me, but then you screwed up something, I think. Yeah, because we have a, a sheet that kind of guides us, Charlie, throughout the whole program. I would say it's pretty, what's the word? Routine or standard I would day. say it's not needed. No offense. <laughs> wow. It does have our title, The Midday Grind. We know that. It has your name. With Martin Kilquin and sidekick, Charlie Marlowe. Unbelievable. Guests today include Andy Strickland. Phone, lines, text, inbox, 855-282-8255. You can tweet us at Martin Kilcoin 2 at Charlie Marlowe. Underscore. Underscore on the back end of Marlowe, at Bridget Marlowe, and then at Midday Grind, which I think no longer exists. Yeah. yeah. But then it tells us who's <laughs> on. So if we're having Jim Hazlitt, which we are on Friday, we talked to Frank Bowl last hour. Today's guest, it says... Andu Strickland, you're and Hindu. I kind of like that. You're Hindu now. <laughs> you made a typo. <laughs> you made it. No, but I like that name. You ever you can't been to a, you made a typo? Uh, we're not you mocking Hoff. We're, we're just having you kind of. Are. No, we're having fun. I disagree. We're having fun with the nickname Hoff, Andu. I defend I'm you. To find a famous person named Andu now. and the baseball show. You ever been to an Indian buffet, Thanks, Chuck? I have not. Indian food. Indian food. I've got tickets to the Blues next game or an Indian buffet. Go. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Indian buffet. Now that you bring that up, I love it. I went to a Hindu wedding Uh a couple years back. Yeah. Because my cousin married a great guy. Because she come in on a white horse. She come in on a white horse. Would be a great guy. He's a fantastic guy. She come in on a white horse. They had. They had the whole. Somebody comes in on a white horse. They had the whole elaborate. Yeah. Hindu wedding, yeah. and I have to say, don't call me the ugly American. Yeah, I was very it. disappointed with the food. Oh, no. Great oh, guy, no. great family, great oh, wedding. It was cool. Was there non What they wore, the ceremony and all that, mm-hmm. but I was disappointed with the food. You know, I've been to several Hindu weddings myself, and, and uh, I don't think you have. Well, no, no some I, I've I been invited I, to, some I haven't been invited to. In fact, I was- Hold on, sh- have you gone to ones that you haven't yes, been invited so to? I was, I, was at the, uh, I was at a beautiful hotel in downtown Chicago- Stanley Cup Final, Philadelphia Flyers versus the Blackhawks 2010. 
And the hotel where I was staying, great hotel. I wish I could remember the name of it. I'll think of it here in a minute. Uh, the Palmer House, maybe? The Palmer? Great spot. Unbelievable hotel in downtown Chicago. And there was this huge wedding. And these weddings go on for multiple days in a row. And they're all day long. I mean, you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's an it's, it's incredible experience. And I decided, and they invite everybody they know. I mean, there are like 500 people there. Because nobody eats the food. At, at a Come small on wedding. <laughs> Could be north of 1,000 at a big Hindu wedding. And I just walked in and hung out, shook some hands, said hello to some people, and, you know, talked some Indian shop, man. It was wonderful. Okay, so I'm trying to remember. What was Indian shop? <laughs> some Indian oh, trick. I can talk Indian food with anybody. Now, hold on. Yeah. We didn't have horse, but I believe, don't they wash the feet? Oh, they wash the I feet? Believe, Absolutely. I believe the father of the bride, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, mm-hmm. washes or pours water yeah. on the feet. And the women have the tattoos the going up and down their hand the and forearm. Man, it's amazing, amazing. And they change clothes all the time. It's incredible. I love it. If you have a chance to go to a Hindu wedding, I highly recommend you doing so. <laughs> just an endorsement. Andu Strickland, that's going to stick. Just think yeah. if you were, is there a hockey insider that's Indian? You could kind of oh. take on this persona and make that your thing. You know, I've had the guy on who um, does the uh, the Indian, the Hindu broadcast up in Canada. It's called the Hijib, maybe, or the. Uh, let's look that up because I don't want to be disrespectful. But should have looked it up before you said no, it. No, I know, I know. But I forget what it is. And he is phenomenal. Like Bonino, 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 Bonino. So they like actually when, have like, uh, like when when Bonino. We are, are, oh yeah, no, this is one hundred percent serious. So they have their own broadcast. Yes. is that right? And I've had cool. him on the I've had him on the radio with me. I might get him on again very soon, actually. Now that we think about it, uh, <laughs> bring him back on. And there I'm is, fascinated by the fact. Oh yeah, that they he have... is he is phenomenal. Benino, 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 Benino. You know when Benino scored a goal, that's how his uh, goal call is. Great goal. Yeah, let's look that up. Can we play that? Actually, let's find that. Let's find goal. End of the day. And uh, let's play the Benino call from, I believe, the Stanley Cup final. Certainly a playoff wow. game from a few years back. And I could see in Toronto, where it's a very international city, that yes. you have a lot of Indian. Well, Vancouver of, is, I mean, very diverse. A lot of Canada is diverse. 100%. Yeah. And the TSN staff, if you ever cover the playoffs, mm-hmm. when you see the Canadian national media come yeah. to town, it's yes. typically a very international uh, well, they, they spread group. it around. There's no doubt. Yeah, you know, I mean, make sure everybody. Uh, I mean, they they have a very diverse staff, and as they should, I like that about. Them. Uh, we'll Canada. talk some Indian shop, Chuck, yeah. Martin, Andy. It's a Wednesday. House of India is my spot, by the way. If you're trying to decide where you want to go for a good little Indian buffet, at uh, 170 and Delmar House of India, probably rated number one right now in the country. And 170 the town, and 170 and Olive is yeah. trying to change it to. Uh, Chinatown, aren't there? Like Little China? Oh, I've been to Chinatown. Yes. Don't, don't they want to put Several a sign times. up and they're fighting a little bit over do. there? Yes. All of that? And they should leave that alone. It's a beautiful, beautiful part of our community. Underrated Candidly. part of the community. Good Chinese food. Hey, there. real quick. Speaking of food, Kirkwood Pizzeria, 471 North Kirkwood Road. Give them a call, 314-822-3488. Family owned and operated. My gal, Kinette. She's fantastic. Delivery, only three bucks within a five-mile radius. They have craft beer just for Hoffman. Brewed locally at Kirkwood Station. Call them for catering. Kirkwood Pizzeria. They make their dough fresh every morning. And the wing sauce for their chicken wings is fantastic as well. We got hot Italian sandwiches. Martin, on Saturday night from Kirkwood Pizzeria. They were great. The meat lovers pizza. people over again? 
Probably the oh, their non-work friends were over. This was just a snowed in weekend with the wife you know, and kid. Frank and Rocky. Hoff was home alone. Enjoying family time. Okay, you guys didn't invite me over as well. Charlie's like, it wasn't a work thing. Okay, Hadley and Dino came by, but it was not a work <laughs> thing. Okay. Hey, contract year. Those are my guys. Okay, I need management on my side. But getting back to Kirkwood Pizzeria, toasted ravs, house salad, full of meat and cheese. Tell them Charlie Marlowe sent you and get a free order of cheese and fresh basil bread. It's Kirkwood Pizzeria, 314-822-3488. All right, football playoffs this weekend. More interested in the AFC or the NFC? Charles, first. Well, again, I, I talked about this yesterday. Personal reasons, gambling, hating the Rams, liking Ohio State. I'm Houdat Nation. I take the money out of it, though. Which game, if... If you could only watch one of the two, which one would you pick? The exact opposite. Because I do Chiefs, think Chiefs-Patriots Chiefs, in the cold weather, will it be super high scoring? I don't know. I just feel like that's going to be an epic game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't know who wins. I would probably go with the Chiefs just because of home field advantage. But do you ever really want to bet against Belichick and Brady? I think that's going to be a fantastic game. That's what our guy Frank Bull said in Kansas City, that he keeps pointing out, like a week ago, Chiefs fans were wearing the adult depends because he said they were so nervous. Now that they've won that game, he said people are like, we got this, we're at home. And he's pointing out, you realize it's the Patriots on the other side. They're pretty good at this football thing. They've kind of got a resume. And he said he's getting attacked for being too negative. And I said, see, it happens. The old guy in the room just points out a couple of facts, and everybody calls you negative. That's what happens when you come on this show. You just kind of become a wet blanket per Yes. But look, if you watch the game this past weekend, Chargers are a very good team. And all season long, people were saying Tom Brady, because the numbers weren't there, he wasn't able to push the ball down the field. Um, Gronk was hurt. And then you watch that game, and they surgically just carved up the Chargers with all of these kind of easy screen passes and Brady was getting rid of the ball quick. It was almost like extended handoffs and just marching down the field time and time again. We're talking 10 play, 12 play, 14 play, 75, 80-yard drives. It was so easy for them. And look, the Chiefs defense played well this past week. Are you breaking down? The but Chiefs they've been game bad all year. This past is that what we're doing right but now? But my point we're is, talking yeah. a little, we're mixing up. Look, yeah. not all hockey. <laughs> not Andy. all hockey. I'm just making Andy. sure. I was looking up. It's Punjabi, by the way. Punjabi. Yes. No, I looked it up. Yes, Andy. Okay. Yes. My point is, uh -huh. even if the Chiefs are favored, they're at home, yeah. and Patrick Mahomes might be the MVP. You're he's the next big New thing. England. Do you ever feel good about betting against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in the snow in the playoffs? Well, my answer is no. Of course not. They make it to the Super Bowl every single year. It seems like right. Right. So if you're Kansas City, you cannot be overconfident. So I would just leave that game alone. But uh, I, they're not overconfident. Why would they be overconfident? He was saying the fan base. They are not overconfident. The fan base is scared uh, because they haven't been <laughs> in the situation. They're excited, obviously, to take on the king of the uh, of the jungle, if you will, the New England Patriots with Belichick and, and Tom Brady. Um, this is going to be a challenge for New England as well. I know everyone looks at it like it's New England, which it is. Um, but there's something special, something different about this Kansas City team. This is going to be an unreal football game, I think. Is Charlie Kansas Tuna... City's a better team defensively, way better at home. You talk about Jake Allen, compare Kansas City's statistics at home versus on the road. Much different team. Is Charlie Tuna trolling everyone, or do you think he really likes the Rams? Do you think this is sort of his shtick to kind of stir it up a little bit? A little bit of both. Of course it's shtick, right? 
Do you think he's still getting paid by the Rams? I, I don't. I don't think he ever got paid by the Rams. Personally, I think he did. I think my... John Shaw came into town and like cultivated <laughs> a lot mean, of relationships. I mean, he may have gotten like you know what's getting paid. You know, he may have got a couple bucks. I guess I, I don't. But you know, I think hey, he was and, on the payroll good, for a while. Good for him. I do think that he uh, has an affection for John Shaw. And I do too. I always liked John Shaw. I, I I had no issues with John Shaw. Listen, I'm over the whole Rams thing of them moving and whatever. The hardest part for me is to see pictures on Twitter of the greatest show on turf being honored in L.A. To me, that's the only thing I miss about the Rams not being here. Are like you can have it, the team, it, you it, can't have those memories. You can't have the memories, which they don't. But you can't have the connection um, of those specific players those are our guys right and so that that's the hardest thing when you see orlando pace and isaac bruce and tory holt on the field prior to the game being honored that doesn't sit too well with we me. should tell me you can have ty hill mm-hmm. you can have joe cloffenstein no, you can't have any of those. you can have no, you can have the, you can have claude roten you can have them all back you can for have a big the entire steve spagnolo era yes all yours. for a big reunion weekend but you can't i agree with that and people were really upset when they saw Marshall Falk, Marshall on there too, in man. the box with Stan. Yes, if you were him, Listen, what would you be doing? Marshall Falk, if you were, if, if I were him, I'd be doing exactly what he's doing. Correct. He got fired from his television job where he was making probably high six figures, if not seven figures. Okay, working with the NFL Network on their number one team, the A team with the NFL Network, they get paid big change. That was taken away from him. So. Uh, who? Where's this meal money coming from next? Right, and he's a smart football guy. Yes, who always had, I believe, indicated you don't he, bite the hand that feeds you. Someone told me that a long time ago. If anybody's going to give him a chance to be in their front office at some point, I he would think that. it would be Stan Kroenke, and that they've always been tight. Now it's a terrible look in St. Louis. I understand that, but if you were him and Stan's like you want to watch the game in the box, one thousand percent, you would say yes. There's no doubt. Why you wouldn't would. he be? He's a legendary figure for that organization. That's the one owner he's probably closest with. Who Correct. Probably give him an opportunity to get paid, which is what all these guys want. They all want a title and they want a salary. So you go and you li- align yourself with the person who's going to give you that. All right. I have uh, a little housekeeping here. Updated. Although Stan is pretty cheap, I will say that he's known Correct. as being very cheap. By the, the way, John Shaw, I made a crack to him about tuna. This is years ago. Mm-hmm. Because Charlie was, he was always like, man, I get paid by the Rams, I get paid by the Rams. And I said to Shaw, I said, Tuna was here today. Was he washing your car? And he said, Martin, that's very disrespectful. Because <laughs> he loves Charlie. You know? Yeah, no, of course. It was disrespectful. Well, who doesn't love Charlie? But the fact that Charlie tells everyone he's getting paid Correct. by the Rams, that's when you. I think when he didn't tell us he was getting paid, he was. He was and now that yes. he says he is, he's not. <laughs> okay. I'll go with that. Housekeeping. Haraman Singh yes, my is, guy. is set to make history once again Wednesday night. This is from a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. He's already the first person to call play-by-play Punjabi. Of, NH- yes. of call uh, the NHL games in Punjabi. The 31-year-old would become the first Sikh to broadcast in English when he joins the crew covering the Calgary Flames-Toronto Maple Leafs game at the Saddledome. This is going back 2016. So Haranja Singh so is he probably... So he does the broadcast in Punjabi, which is an Indic language spoken mainly in northwestern India and eastern Pakistan. Yep. And I like how no. we talked a lot about So Hindu I've known that for quite some time, especially on the eastern Pakistan <laughs> and he's a side. Sikh. Uh, so this guy is very talented, very good uh, with his play-by-play as well. I've had great conversation with him. Like I said, he's been on Hockey Sense in the past. I have a call. Of and let's listen Ooh. to a call. This is Mr. Singh uh, right Willie, here. Willie, do we have that ready? Making his, uh, his debut here on the afternoon. Ground. 
क्या पता भी बनूंगा हीरो Does anybody get stabbed at the end? No. Oh, it's disappointing. <laughs> Why would you say that? that well, that's disrespectful. No, because we had... Tannehill. The, the Eagles-Bears game. Tannehill. <laughs> the Spanish broadcast of the missed field goal ends with a guy screaming as if he'd been stabbed. Wow. Okay, are you okay, by the way, that Chris Long has now lost a playoff game? I know you were keeping track of that streak. He's 7-1 now. No, yes. I think that's, to me, and I didn't, I wanted the Saints to win. Why are you a hater, dude? It's I'm not a hater. I think he's it's cool. a great like, two like Super Bowl championship. No, he's cool. And comes back to St. Louis. Like loves St. Louis. Story what, what, good stories. I love good stories. Down. I love good stories. That was and a bad drafter. He was picked second overall. Yeah, terrible draft. Jake Long was first overall. Bunch of yeah. Pro Bowls early. Jake, Jake Long. Uh, he was good with the Jake Dolphins. Jake Long's a great guy. And he loves St. Louis, too. Hung out with him a little bit. He's Chris good friends with David Backus. Nobody says Chris Long's going to the Hall of Fame. But he suffered. Through. He was here, and he was the— Nobody f- says he's going to the Hall of Fame, except— he, Frank? You might, actually. Me? Yeah. He was the and face— And you have, you have Laurenitis giving him the He was the face— speech. Where's Charlie Tuna when I need him? —of a crap franchise that did nothing but lose, and he was just a decent, solid guy. The best is when they stopped the game. James Laurenitis broke the Rams' all-time tackling Here record. we go. 25 yards downfield. It was amazing. Unbelievable. This Laura guy, first Nitus. of all, Laurinaitis. Hey, hey, that's how, it should, that's how it should have been because that's, I mean, what Tannehill. more Laurinaitis tackle second than 25 yards down the field? Never saw him make a tackle behind listen, the line of scrimmage. Listen, listen. Other than yeah. assist. Listen, James Laurinaitis, first of all, okay. second Pound round jumper. pick, mm-hmm. right? Pick in the 30s, correct? Didn't he never miss a game for his first? He was a great college player. I know you're a he Ohio was. State yeah. fan. Okay, but my point he is, was great. Pile two, jumper. two-time pile jumper. No, dude, he had like 180 Uh-oh. tackles and like 90 but of them he were won. pile jumper. Pile jumper. But he won. He may have won the award. Tons for of top Linebacker. He, he he won a bunch of big time awards. Decorated, highly decorated. Highly All decorated. I'm saying is, I would, want those, I would want those stickers Listen, too. I for a second him. round pick yeah. to basically never miss a game for the first whatever it was. You act like a second round pick. Seven, eight years. As a middle linebacker, and to set a franchise record mm-hmm. for tackles, you're acting like he's a bum. He Nobody's a, saying he's a Hall of Famer. Here's the thing: he's never made a, a Pro Bowl. We get that. Here's the thing: he was a great, solid NFL player. Cover. He was a great coverage Easy. linebacker in an era as that started to become more important. He was. They stretched him out, and he was a good quarterback of the defense. They stretched him out too long. He should not have been the starting middle linebacker probably his last three years here. Okay, but also, okay. the middle linebacker position. When we think about Ray Lewis and That's all that. That's what I'm talking about. Nowadays, nobody even mentions middle linebackers anywhere. That, it's about pass yeah. rushers, and we don't even mention middle linebackers in the NFL. Laurinaitis was and 100%. We, I make jokes about him making a lot of plays downfield, and then I restrict. That's his, that's his just bailiwick. But as a blitzer and as a pass, as a, a pass cover, he was above average for the majority of his career, and at a time when that was becoming more important for middle linebackers, especially on the pass coverage front. Got Todd McShay over here. So Chris Long, that's a yeah, Strickland. Joke I like too. Chris. Chris Long's my guy. Chris, okay, okay. Oh. He gets well. He was homeless he, for a few days. Remember, he did that. Too? <laughs> no love for William Hayes over here. I like. Uh, listen, I Chris Long. Honestly, is, he's a great guy. He's very cool. I like. He's him. very cool. Very he's a great cool. guy. Yeah. His dad's Howie. He, Brother obviously plays for the Bears. They, they got a great oh, story. He left forty. 
<laughs> his brother used to be a, a pitcher at Florida State University, I believe. He could throw in the 90s, maybe mid-90s. But the, Correct. But the storyline that he's here, the franchise is garbage. He's drafted on a team coached by Scott oh, okay. Linehan. We get that. Let's and then they go 2-14. Yes. and 14. Yeah. Then they go 1-15. Oh, okay. So he's on a crap franchise. Right. Then they move. They get to L.A. And now he's cut. And he's like, okay, this crap franchise. Maybe there are better days ahead James in L.A. James Laurinaitis went to one team. And he didn't even survive what half the year they cut. Well, the Saints took him. He got hurt, and we got to mention the Saints too because he was injured. But he leaves the Rams, and then he goes to New England, wins the Super Bowl, goes to the Eagles, and wins the Super Bowl. It's unbelievable. It's a great story. Well, he was a complimentary player. That's fine. Yes, but he did nothing but lose for years. Goes to two teams and does nothing but win. It's a good story. Yeah, for anybody who loses a lot and then wins, I feel good for those people. Real quick, little animal, James Laurinaitis, seven years with the Rams. Never missed a game. At middle linebacker, where you're colliding on every single play, he played 16 out of 16 and started 16 out of 16 Mm. for seven straight years, and he had more than 100 tackles every single year. Nobody's saying What's the average of tackles per game? Nobody's saying he's a pro bowler? That's like a 1,000-yard rusher nowadays. You've got to average, what, like 60 yards a game or so to get to... But nowadays, with 1,000-yard rushers, you have a lot of teams splitting carries. Well, fine. Whatever. Chris Long, if he wasn't the second <laughs> overall pick, and if he wasn't Howie Long's Listen, kid, he shouldn't he have been the second lot. overall pick. Correct. I get it that he played he's a lot. He's had a nice if career. If he was on another team, he probably wouldn't have matched those He goals. averaged double-digit sacks for four years with he the Rams. Did. Who did? For four years, if you add up his sack total. Who did? Are you doing an age Chris ratio? Long. Chris Long. Are you doing an age ratio? You want me to look that's it up? Just a, well, how just, many years did he play math. here? Yeah, look it up. math. That's correct. Okay, for his prime, for four years, he averaged... Double-digit sacks well, for that four-year period. I could have gotten double-digit sacks with, with Robert Quinn on the oh other side. God. Okay, how <laughs> I many got Robert Quinn on the other side? What it happened to him? It wasn't by the Robert way. Quinn for those uh, all those four years at all. It wasn't. And not all those four years. I'm pretty yes, sure it wasn't. Let's double-check that one. That he had three years without Robert at the beginning, but he did get and better. Were his sack totals in those years. He Here did we go. Get better. No, I don't. That's a solid point, actually. Thank Listen. You. Okay, this stretch: 2010 to 2013, eight and a half sacks. 13 sacks, 11 and a half sacks, 8 and a half sacks. Okay. You add again? that up, that is Don't give me the average. 41 and a half years with north of 10. What were those years again? That's 41 and a half sacks divided by 4. He's means? a good ball player. He's got great bloodlines. Don't 10 to paint me into a corner no, to be disrespectful to Chris Long. I like Chris so, Long. So yeah, two of those years were cool two, dude. two of those years were with Robert Quinn uh starting every game on the other side. Two of those years. Two of those years. And by the Which way, ones? the ones he got 13 and 11? In 2018, well, this year, as a as a situational pass rusher with the Eagles, at the age of 33, he had six and a half sacks. That's still pretty darn good. Ah. Didn't he have the big seconds, Brady, last year in the Super Bowl? Or was that someone else? Didn't yeah, I believe we'll check did. on that. In the playoffs, yeah. he had a deflected. Remember he hit Keenum's pass and it got picked off or something? I don't Whatever. The 2008 onto NFL draft, <laughs> Jake <laughs> Long was first. Yeah. Chris Long was second. Now, Matt Ryan went third. Of course, the Rams had Bolgers, so they weren't looking to go quarterback right. well, at that who, who point. Who would want a quarterback when you have Bolgers? I'm just go saying ahead. that's yep. why they didn't. Darren McFadden, my Remember, guy. Remember, what did I tell you about? Listen, let's go back to... to I think uh, I'm going to call him Andu when I want to be condescending. Hey, where were we at? <laughs> Isn't that always? Martin, you'll remember this. Where were we? We were in Wisconsin, uh, and it's Rams training camp, and we're doing a radio oh, show. Oh, And We're at Mequon. And... At the time, Bolger was considered a top-tier quarterback. Here, he was considered an elite quarterback. Everywhere no, else, he was considered a good he'd quarterback. He'd been to a couple Pro Bowls um, here. And what did I say? I don't like his body language. 
something and I go his teammates he doesn't seem to be have great leadership quality this is going to be a down year I don't think he's very good you remember I said that I do I remember you not being a big Bulger yes. guy at the time when he was at the top and that was the beginning of the end for, well, you got the snot for, for him, yeah. Bulger he had a great house here a little real estate great business. house he sold his house wow. in Huntley for I think north of three million Moved to Florida. Uh, made a lot of money, and he's now one of the top curlers Curling. in North America. Yeah, it's him and like Jared Allen, and uh, it's a weird collection. A couple, bunch of other ex NFL guys. Yeah. So, and he he went to Dan Marino's high school, maybe Central Catholic. Yes, Frank I mean, Bull, same high school. Hey, Dick Ford, I'm same high school. I'm a big fan. Okay, his hair never Andy, moved. It's great. Andy crushes everybody, there, but I really like him. Matt Ryan, fourth pick, Darren McFadden, my guy, my jersey, mm, Arkansas, that, bad pick, Glenn Dorsey. Fifth overall, bad pick. Yep. Vernon Golston, really bad, pick. bad oh, pick. Terrible pick. Terrible Buckeye. And that was he was he was like big time talk of that draft. He was Everybody. a monster in that one year yes. with the Buckeyes. I had like 15, 16 sacks, and then did nothing in the NFL. Was he a combine warrior too? He was came out yeah. of there. just a workout like Drew Locke. menace. Cedric Cedric Ellis, Buzz, Derek Harvey. No, it's terrible. Keith this Rivers was a wasn't a great. Wow. I bet, no, I, I bet, I've I bet, heard Howard say this. That's I mean, trick one of Golston all along. Who who would you want him to take? That's why you hate Bulls. I used to do shows with Howard on a daily basis when when back in the day when all these guys were coming into the league and playing and we used to get we used to get into it all, into it all the time but uh, it was great radio but look okay you have Bulger <laughs> you have Bulger <laughs> and you pass on Matt Ryan all I'm saying is I get it but the Chiefs had Alex Smith who was really really good still right and they drafted Patrick Mahomes and now you would think they're going to win a Super Bowl in the next two three four years because they made that decision, really, really they had a good, good quarterback, and they drafted aging quarterback, and they though, drafted right? a generational talent. Yes, they in did. Patrick Mahomes. I'll give them all the credit in the world for that, man. This Mahomes guy is he he he's the best thing I've seen since Brett Favre. I got to be honest with you, or maybe uh, well, he Brett plays, Favre. Well, he plays more of a. <laughs> Did you not watch Andrew Luck or Aaron Rodgers? He plays Rogers more of a similar Reese style, Simpson? I think, that compares better to Favre than it does to the Mannings and the Breezes of the world. Because he just gets Brady's. out and creates. He just is an athlete, man. He's an athlete. Makes something out of nothing. That sounds made up. Up against it. Up, Chuck, we're way up against it. Okay? Great show, though. It is. is Fun it? show. I think Andu's going to stick. I would Please, if you are at Enterprise Center and Andy is filing his report, he's mm-hmm. down there talking to the commissioner or one of the parents, the players, whatever, Like, just start screaming, Andu! <laughs> Andu! I want that to become your Baba Booey. John Kelly's not listening because, of course, they're on the road. Mm-hmm. But if this message can somehow get to him, please, next time you toss to Andy Strickland, <laughs> text to Andu Strickland, well, and it'll be great. Listening? Yeah, he, Scott Warman. Scotty, there you go. Yeah. We're going to need this. Scotty, or Bernie Federico. If you're listening, we please do We do have do a this. film room tomorrow night with David Perron. He was excellent, by the way. This guy is really very good. Okay, He's I'm going to really text good. Federico and just say, when you come out of the next Strickland report, will you please <laughs> just say, all right, Andu, great stuff. Yeah, He might do it. <laughs> he might do it. All right, quick break here. Up against it, a reminder: Offenburg Hyundai, the place to go. Need a hockey wagon? Yeah, they got one there. They can find it. Fans, pre-owned vehicle, they can find it. My wife wanted an SUV. I located it. She got what she wanted. They they found it for me. Not a Hyundai. I said I need a really big vehicle. They said we can find it. We'll get it. That's what they do. Mm. Incredible service, Offenburg Hyundai. They have been selling Hyundais longer than anybody. 1989, celebrating their 30th anniversary. Grandpa Offenberg started this back in 1989, and now it continues. An award-winning line of cars that have great gas mileage, great value. That's what Hyundai is all about. Offenberg's all about great service. You roll it into one. It's OffenbergHyundai.com. They're O'Fallon, Illinois, Green Mount Road, the exit 
right off Highway 64. You can't miss it. Downtown St. Louis, about 10, 15 minutes away. Short ride to a great deal. Stop by and see them in person. Start that search online. When you get time later today, check it out. OffenbergHyundai.com. 